0: Honest Room, episode two, take two. Okay, guys, welcome back in. Um, I'm Janana, as always.
1: This is Amira, your girl, your favorite girl.
0: Okay, and today we're with a very special guest, someone that Amira and I have both known for years and that we're really excited to have on the podcast. As the first guest...
1: Our very first guest...
0: My dear friend...
1: It's your girl, Brandy. from uh,
2: live from the 804.
1: Okay, Brandy, let all our viewers know where they can find you at.
2: You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BlissfulBrand.
0: Okay. So, recently, we've all been out protesting. I don't know why I want to say podcast. Probably because we're on a podcast. Okay. We've all been out protesting, and we're protesting... What are we protesting, guys?
2: Racial injustice, police brutality,
0: systematic
1: racism,
0: and the... the oppression of
1: black, black people, people
0: by way of the police and different... And the government. And the government yeah. and different entities. Okay, so Amir and I went protesting together on Friday. I also went on Saturday. Brandy was out protesting as well on Saturday with a different group of friends. So we want to kind of share our different experiences that we went through.
2: Yeah, it was definitely an eye-opening experience. Like, I can not say that when I share with y'all what I went through, y'all will understand why I'm a little bit jittery now speaking about
0: it. You guys are going to understand why Brandy is the inaugural guest on the podcast. Yes. Yes. So, on Friday we went, um, Amir and I, we were texting. We were like, we're going to go on podcast. No, protesting. We're gonna go- protesting. is getting crazy in Richmond. Um, let's show some support. So show, show support. We're here. We're black. We're young. Let's stand up for what we believe.
1: And when I tell you guys... It was a eye opener. It was a great feeling. Um, we were out there putting it on for our people. Um, a lot of crazy things did happen that night. I would say. By the end of the day.
0: Now, you're saying we, a lot of crazy things happened, girl. What was crazy that? Yeah. That you um, did
1: you not remember that bus <laughs> being on fire and we swore it was your car? Oh no. Okay, uh, y'all. So sidebar:
0: the bus is on fire. It's a $450,000 bus in Richmond. It's a GRTC bus. And my car, so I parked on Broad Street. You did. And the bus is on fire on Broad. We're coming down from the Richmond Capitol, the state capital. Yes. And I'm like seeing a fire, huge flames. I'm like, what the fuck, y'all? My car is on fire.
1: Loud noises literally right beside his car. And I'm just like, yo, like. How do you even explain this to your insurance? Okay, so
0: two parts. I didn't tell my parents where I was at. So that was already nerve wracking because my car could have been on fire. I'm like, what the fuck do I tell my mom? Because I'm about to be like, damn, I got to call my mom to come pick me up. She'll be like, why the hell are you out there? What the hell are you doing? It was going to be crazy. Then the other thing was, what the hell do I tell my insurance? Like, yeah, I was out protesting and. They
1: got my shit. They got me. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was crazy. So by the time we got to his car, we realized it was the next block over that the bus was on fire. And when I tell you guys, like, I've never seen a, a big fire like that in my life. So I didn't know that. First of all, you can feel the flames, like, almost a mile, well, a block away, not a mile away. Um, You can hear it. I've never heard a fire before, but it was loud. And I was like, like, fires have these loud sounds that I didn't know was a thing and i was like well, like i was like y'all we need to leave like the the bus is about to blow at any moment um it did eventually but it didn't like do what i thought it was going to do but it blew and i was like y'all we ha- we have to go
0: i think that everyone has like when they see a car on fire we all have this kind of mental image of at some point it's going to just up and blow up yeah explode and from what i was seeing none of the cars that were on fire really did that okay so that was friday and but it was
1: also peaceful on friday like okay so from our experience it was two it was one big protest and somehow we ended up getting separated so like one side went down to the capital and the other side i don't know exactly where they went but by the time we all ended back up together that's when the bus was on fire and
0: it was crazy well, I don't know that that's accurate because I do know that we were by the Capitol, but I do know that there was another protest. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like it was another part of the protest, but all I know is when we were coming back from the Capitol, the bus was already on fire. Yeah, I say it so, separated. Yeah, it separated. And we it don't know where it separated.
1: Se- it was basically two separate protests, basically. But um, I
0: was, that was Friday.
1: Yeah, Friday was it was, it was
0: Monday crazy. is when the police got with the situation. For me, on Monday, it started off very peaceful. I was there earlier in the day, and I didn't really see as much of the craziness. When I was there, we were peacefully mot- protesting. We were sharing our views. We were expressing ourselves. Um, like It was very civilized, and it wasn't... It was what you would think of for a traditional protest. Yeah. It wasn't... A peaceful th- protest. Yeah, a peaceful protest. There wasn't looting. There wasn't things being spray-painted. There weren't things being set on fire. It was very peaceful now i know that you were there brandy and your experience is way different than mine so let's hear how you felt what happened with you
2: okay so okay so i went out and protested of course with a a dear friend of mine and you know i can't lie initially going i was honestly like you know nervous because i know that you know my parents may upset with me being out there that's the fact that i'm protesting but they want to make sure i'm safe and sound and you know what else be going on, especially in Richmond, you know, each night it's at different levels of the effect. So, yes, well, so when I went out to protest, I can't say like initially going in, it was very peaceful. It wasn't any rioting. Everyone was just coming together collectively with their signs, you know, voicing how they feel on Black Lives Mattering, speaking of people that, you know, recently, you know, got murdered. And, you know, it was very like peaceful. Like, I was walking downtown, you know, in my hometown city, and I didn't feel like I didn't feel threatened. I didn't feel scared. You know, I just felt like you know we were all, honestly, you know, one big family. Now I mean, let me ask you, Brandy,
0: what time did you get to the protest? Because I know I I think it started at five. I probably got there about five fifteen.
2: I can say I wanted okay, so I got off. But right I, at I know five. you got off at five. Yeah, I got five. Um, I, I came home, you know, paid my clothes because I wanted, you know, be comfortable, get some good walking shoes. I want to say I got to the protest between 6.15, 6.30-ish. Okay. And mind you, they just put us on curfew now. 8 so, p.m. curfew. Yeah. 8 yeah, p.m. curfew. Sh-
0: now, let curfew. me ask you. Did you have a sign? And if you had a sign, what did your sign say?
2: I didn't have a sign. However, I borrowed someone's sign for, like, a photo op.
1: A photo op?
2: Yeah, for Okay,
0: know. so you were kind of just social media protesting?
2: I mean, yeah, I wanted to amplify my voice. I wanted to spread the word. So I took a picture with the sign and posted it or whatever. But honestly, I kind of... For memories for, yeah, memories, for memories.
1: For memories. I, I did the same thing. I took a picture by uh, um, not a signs, but someone did spray paint on the side of a building. And I took a picture... Um, just for memories, I probably would never post it. No one probably would ever see it, but it Honestly. is something for me to keep and to know. I was there that night amplifying my voice, using my voice, using my platform to bring awareness.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah. Miriam, and Brittany, now let me ask you guys. How committed would you guys say you are to the Black Lives Matter movement?
1: 150%. I am committed. I donate money. I protest. I've been protesting for years. This is not my first uh, go around. So I would say I'm 150% committed. I, um shout them out on social media. I, uh, you know, do my do my duty as a Black American, as a Black person in general, to simply bring awareness to the cause, donate to the cause, and be there for the cause.
2: Period.
0: And I agree with that one hundred percent. I that as
2: well. I've also been a big advocate for the Black Lives Matter community. I haven't been protesting for long. Actually, I think probably like my first actual protest like
0: oh my god the protest, your first protest got real
2: it did i can't say i protested before like you know at school but i was just like walking around campus, just you know spreading like you know awareness but it was actually a real protest for me and i can't say it was definitely an, i'm very much so i opened an experience
0: okay so my next question that i prepared for you guys is we've agreed that we're 115 150 dedicated to the black lives matter movement and protesting now, what was it that made you guys leave the protest at the time that you guys left?
1: Well, Friday when I left, it was it was basically um, the protest we were at. We were at the Capitol, the state Capitol. Um, it, I'm not gonna say it ended because people were still out there, but everything was wrapping up. There was the chants had begun to stop. Um, there was no like the speakers had stopped. Um, We were out there at that point for about three hours. We had marched all around downtown Richmond, made it to the Capitol. stayed at the Capitol for about an hour. So we were there for a while. So that protest in itself had kind of come to an end. And we were walking back to the car, just simply, you know, on our way to go home. And that's when we saw the bus on fire. And we were like, oh my gosh, is this really happening right now? We were very stunned.
2: Okay, so my experience, I left because, once I, like I said, curfew started at 8 o'clock. I was out there from 6.30 to probably, like basically about an hour, 6.30, 7.30. And, you know, I didn't think, you know, the police would come out so early, but they definitely did. And they tear gassed a peaceful protest downtown Richmond. And I can definitely say I was shocked. I was mortified. Like, I just couldn't believe They literally were doing all that for, you know, for a peaceful protest. Like, I can tell I can tell you, we were not rioting. we were not like, you know, banalizing anything. Nothing was on fire. We legit. We're just peacefully processing. Everyone was speaking out, you know, speaking out in their voice, how they felt about certain issues. And next thing you know what I hear, sirens like coming from every direction, everywhere. Everyone was just like trying to figure out where is it coming from and then boom, the tear gas basically set fire.
0: Okay, Brandy, I have to ask you. When the tear gas was thrown, yeah. where would how far via feet, would you say you were from the tear gas? I wasn't
2: honestly, I wasn't even that close. Like, when I tell you, I was deep in the crowd, like, I wasn't even close. Enough. I want to say probably maybe like six feet away,
0: okay? But you were you were in the mix, that's so pretty close. I was in
2: the mix, no, uh, but like, I was six, but six feet, up, feet up, up but
0: close. there's a bunch of bodies, in it's the a middle. bunch of
1: bodies, like yeah. okay? Though, so sure, it's like she's you know? six
0: feet, but it's like six yeah. feet, and there's 15 people in front of her, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Literally. so.
0: But for me, I think on Friday, I ended up leaving that protest because I am for protesting. I am for your freedom of expression. And that's those are all things that I really believe in. I think that once you're... You have to know when to leave a party. And I think that anything... I applied that logic to everything.
2: Well, we got thrown so, out the party. <laughs> we got thrown out. Well, we guys, let's it.
1: not keep referring to it as a party.
0: let <laughs> <That's> over
2: there. <laughs> <Sarah. laughs> like, apparently.
0: Yeah, like, so... On Friday, I felt like we were there. Um, there were groups of people that I didn't feel like were there to protest. They were there more for a different type of agenda. I and agree. they were tr- getting kind of more volume for that. So they were doing more things, and I'm seeing them running around spray painting, and I'm seeing them starting to like act very chaotic. Yeah. And I will say, this wasn't black people that I was seeing doing this it was other people that were out there doing this and for me that was a sign that as a black man I don't want to have you mean the any f- I mean the white? I, I mean, mean them folk I mean them, them folk them, folk. <laughs> them people, people over there yeah. the
1: colonizers I, I would say also on Friday So for
0: me once I see them out there and I see them doing that as a black man I don't want to get tied up into that now, on Monday, I ended up leaving because I had already came in my mind. I left at, like, 7.15. I came See, in my that mind was smart. I that I got the,
1: memo.
0: the closer you are to 8 o'clock, I felt like because they had just initiated curfew, they were going to try to wild out. They
1: yeah. did. They did. And, and
0: that's exactly they what
1: did. they did. They like a and donkey. On, on Friday at the protest, I can definitely say a 97 percent of the people that were there were there for the right cause they were there for a reason it was a good three percent that you could just tell they were just there for laughs and giggles i seen people in that had beer in their hand i see people they literally had beer in one hand and spray paint in another hand and they were literally going around having a good time i heard somebody say "Oh, well, this ain't lit enough i'm about to go home Uh-oh. and i'm in my head i'm like well what did you like what's your definition of what? like what did you expect you was going to get at a protest it was not going to be a party It was not supposed to be a, you know, club night.
0: And I'm going to just let y'all know that protesting is amazing. Come as you are. But come prepared to move, like, if the situation gets hot. Please. Like, there were people there that were in club attire. There were people there that I don't think that they fully thought out what they were there to do. So, they're... Like, when it's time to run, I'm like, y'all going to get trampled.
1: Yeah, like, don't wear your freshest fit. Don't wear your New Jordans. Don't wear your... Your nice shoes don't. Shoe don't even wear your nice wig, cause it can get active. It can, it can get very active, and at up. any point you can be knocked Literally. out. You can be in handcuffs. You can be tear gassed, You can get shot by a rubber bullet. It's a lot that goes on. And it's. I would say you have to be dedicated, and I. Can... Now
0: speaking of being dedicated to the cause, okay. You're at the protest. They start tear gassing. They start tear gassing. You leave or you stay.
2: I ran. I'm sorry. I understand what our ancestors and what our civil rights leaders went through, but I was not built for that tear gas, y'all. I'm not even gonna
1: lie. I would definitely say I'm not physically gonna stay where the tear gas I'm is not. at. Like that's
0: like damn there and it was, and
1: it was, it was, it was
2: okay. taking me out. It was taking me out, so I had to leave.
0: I okay, had to but. Leave. I mean, stay within the confines of, are you still protesting? Or are you... Um, please, gas, I'm going to I'm one and done, but I will still amplify my voice on social media
2: platforms.
1: I, I would say okay, that... Okay, so you're
0: now going to transition your protest to another yes, yes. platform. I would
1: say, it. okay, so it depends. Like, you know, they throw it one time, it get in my eye a little bit, but I'm, I'm still able to physically move and, you know... Um, I can still see, I'm not choking, of course I'll stay. I if it me. gets all over me and I'm choking, I can barely breathe, I am, you know, hard. Of, it's hard to catch my breath. I the, the tear gas is now on my face mask, so now it's, like, all over my mouth. It becomes to the point where, like, can you breathe? Can you? Okay, can you? so my yeah. so follow-up continue. question. And yeah. I would just say that um, I would stay as long as I could. The tear gas would not run me away unless it physically, I can't take Brand it anymore. Okay, yeah.
0: so my next follow-up question to that would be, Would your response to leaving a protest because tear gas be different if, God forbid, you were there protesting because it was something that happened to some a person that you are close to that you actually knew? Would that change your response to being at the protest? Um, No, I
2: say if I physically like Lily about to lay on the floor.
1: I honestly mean I cannot stay out there I'm sorry yeah mine is all based off physical ability if yeah. I physically cannot I physically take cannot anymore walk yesterday I'm sorry if I physically I am choking and cannot breathe anymore and I physically can't take it anymore then I will go if I'm and I'll me. push through anything I'll push through Same. if I can push through then I'll by all means do. but I was almost stretched
2: out face down that conquered yesterday I'm sorry
1: no okay. how would so, you wait wait how would you how, yeah, how would, would you? you react
0: okay for me um I think that I know that from what I was watching on the news, I felt like it was going to get very hostile once you got to curfew. And I think that I had to make a moral call, kind of. it. Do I want to be here when things go completely awry? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to remove myself from the situation? And I think that that kind of varies. I don't know that I would do something different if it was somebody close to me. But I would like to think I would. Same. Like, I would like to think if I was put in that situation and I was there protesting because it's somebody that I knew personally, right. like if I, would, mother, be willing, father, I would be willing to one. power through. Well, yes.
1: in, in my opinion... But then again, I
0: can also say I knew I should have went with goggles. So but
1: in my opinion, I, 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 think, I, I think I think that, that it is... Because, okay, I don't look at it as if it was a loved one or if it was somebody I know. I look at it as if I don't want it to be somebody I know. So let me be out here... For the cause, I don't need it to be somebody close to me. You don't need it to. I, hit I don't. Home. I don't need yeah. it to hit home. It's hit yeah, too I many agree. people homes already. Well I don't need to bring it to mine. So for the simple fact is that I I'm going to be. A I, Black I'm gonna be Black right. I'm gonna be out here. For looking like it's the yeah. like it's the end of me. And like I said, I will be out there until I basically just can't take it anymore.
0: All right, ladies. So do you guys feel like the recent protests have been effective? Why or why not? I, Let's start with Randy. I
2: think we definitely are waking America up. Like honestly, every news channel channel platform i turn to i literally see the protests and literally in every state well as of right now we literally are protesting in every state in the united states hold
0: on to that news concept because we're going to get into that okay. for me i think that it's been effective i think that we're definitely making people think like okay they've been silent now they're going to the extreme what can we do to stop this like they're trying to figure out what they can do to stop us from going to the extreme and i think that that in itself is making people aware of what's going on. And as,
2: as, as the protesters have been repeatedly saying, there will be no justice there's no peace. Well, other way
0: around. No, peace no justice, peace. no peace? Literally.
1: I feel like... Until they um, get justice,
2: they really won't, won't stop. Well, lying, in my opinion, my opinion, I feel
1: like it is effective because at the end of the day, um, I feel as if peaceful protesters, they're, they're also effective. They work. But it's clear as day, it's clear as anyone can see, anybody with eyes can see that um, in recent times, they just, I don't say they're not working, but they're not working. And we had to change it up a little bit. If a little looting had to happen to wake the people up, they're woke now, they see, their eyes are wide open now, they either going to fix it or it's going to get worse. And that's just the only option. You're going to fix what you got to fix or it's going to get worse from here on out.
0: Okay, so let me ask y'all do you guys think that the system is more racist and unjust or is it the fundamental learning of the people?
1: Um, I I think the system, it's both. But the system is the reason that the education isn't being taught. It's the reason that people aren't educated. So I would definitely start with the system because the simple fact is that um, if the system was right, the system was telling people they needed to know, teaching people how they're supposed to teach people, we wouldn't be going through the stuff that we're going through
0: that part okay and I 100% agree I think that it's in the people and I think that they've been able to transition it into the system and I think that we need to now get it out of the system so we can educate the next generation and going further so they can tell their parents and their grandparents hey this is not right please don't act like this please don't talk about them like that okay what do you think because you brought up the news Brandy, what do you think about the representation of protests that have been ongoing in the current media climate. I and I'm talking s- the news that like our parents watch, not like the social media news and the things that we're okay. seeing there.
2: I can say there's a big, big difference between the social media things that we see and the news that our parents see. Because definitely platforms like mm-hmm. CNN, SBC, NBC, ABC, literally all your local news channels, they are not exactly showing everything that's going out there. Like A lot of people think the looting has come from you know, black people, but I can say that a lot of the Caucasian people out there, they have been the main ones starting those fires. You said
0: the mother folk.
2: <laughs> yeah, the mother folk. The mother folk. <laughs> okay. They have been the main ones starting the fires, the graffiti, all of that. They've been the ones starting it. And it's like, granted, I get that we are all out there trying to protest and trying to amplify our voice, but once again they are trying to depict this and paint an image of us that we are.
0: These they're gangs, trying to they paint, thugs. They're trying to paint an image that we're these angry black people and that we're gonna tear down the country, um completely. We're when burning they've been things. Tearing down, us down. When they've been tearing us down. But I Literally. also think that you have to understand that we're in America and that this is the language that we speak in America. When it's time for war, that's what that's what's going to get the people's attention. And right now we're it, at
2: war. <laughs> when
0: it's time for... Like, that's what opens people's minds to yeah. what's going on. Now, Mira, what do you think?
1: I think the media is doing the best job it can as to paint the peaceful protests as riots. Don't get me wrong. There are people that are been looting. There are people that haven't been for the right agenda. But at the end of the day, the of the day these protests... Start off peaceful. The police get violent with the people that's out there, which turns the process into a riot, damn near. Because if you have to fight the police off of you every chance you get, you gotta, you gotta ch- um get yourself the guts from choking on tear gas for no freaking reason. They pepper spraying you on your face for no reason. At the end of the day, like, you're enough is enough. No one's gonna keep taking this. We're already out here marching because of some fact of you guys we don't know how to dying. act. You guys do not know how to act. Yeah. So Ooh. let me ask
0: now. What's your stance on rioting and looting, starting with Brandy?
2: Okay. I'm all for the rioting. I'm all for the looting. But what I can say is that we should not loot from black-owned businesses. That's one thing I can say. Granted, I understand that, you know, we cannot replace a life. You know, black lives do matter. But I don't think we should start rooting our own businesses. Like, I get that we all have insurance and everything to cover things. But people work hard for so, especially black people. And I think we should still continue to bring each other up, but not tearing, like, you know, things out that could benefit us in the future.
0: Okay, and I 100% agree with that. As a black business owner, I think that it's really important for me that we protect our black businesses. We protect um, things that are servicing the local community. Yes. Because those are things that have ongoing effects, and we're trying to get our voices heard now. We don't want to completely tear down our communities and put ourselves at more of a disadvantage. Than what we already are at. Um, now, for me, I think that the looting and stuff. I think that now for where we're at, I agree. I think that we've already tried it another way. It didn't work that way, so now we have to take it to the next extreme.
1: In my opinion, when we were peacefully protesting, when people were marching, people were just simply nailing on a football field. It was too much. People were doing too much. So now that people are tearing shit up, they don't know. They don't know how to act. So, I I don't think you no know, one should lose a small business or a black business, but somebody fucking up a Target or two, I don't think it's going to hurt yeah, Target. I don't abortion. think somebody... Um, Spray-painting outside and of target Chase you, Bank. Let target, target
0: tell y'all over. they will be okay. <laughs> right. Not Someone over.
1: outside spray-painting Nordstrom, or spray-painting Chase Bank is not going to hurt them. Somebody selling a cheesecake from a cheesecake factory is not going to hurt them. Now, what I would say is, for the most part, from what I've seen personally, the looting do start from the other crowd. And what I mean the other crowd, I mean the white folk. Especially, at least in Richmond. <laughs> at least in Richmond. I can honestly say the night I went to... The people who were spray painting, the people who was busting out windows were not black people. That's just my personal experience. I can't speak for every city. I can't speak for every night. I can't speak for what's going on in your city or a different state. But for Richmond, Friday night, with my own two eyes, the people that were looting and people that were spray painting, people that were, you know, not more so peaceful were white people. I would say they started it.
0: Okay, so Brandy, it wouldn't be right having you here if we don't talk about... Your actual experience with the tear gas. I know that you had to, like, run away from the situation. Yes, and like, you had to seek refuge. So let's hear more about that.
2: Okay. Let me fill you all in. So, as I previously stated before, I can catch you guys up. So I was a part of a peaceful protest downtown Richmond. And, you know, like I said, it was really peaceful. Like, we were really all coming together and finding our voice. You know, saying those people's names that were wrongfully murdered and we marched to our monument buildings you know richmond is a confederate um town so we're the capital we're cap, really we're capital of virginia so we're capital of Confederacy, all that good stuff and we got to the monument the robert e lee statue i believe and once again it's already been vandalized, last of course you know from the previous riots but we all literally came together we were voicing like you know how we felt about certain things and it was about i want to say seven thirty at this time and mind you, guys. Richmond's curfew now is 8 o'clock p.m. And maybe within like five, the yeah, literally less than five minutes, I always hear people saying, they're coming, they're coming. I'm thinking like, wait, what's going on? And all of a sudden, I hear sirens coming from every direction, and the police literally came out, and they tear-gassed peaceful protesters. And I can't say that I was literally mortified. Like, I literally was trying my best to figure out which direction to run to because tear gas is coming in from all angles. The mind is basically like, you know, in a circular um, a circular setting. So the tear gas, really, they literally hit us from all angles. So I tried to run the best way I could out of the direction of the tear gas. And I ended up having to run through alleys. Like, it was just so much, y'all. Like, mind y'all, I'm plus size. So I had to really run my hardest. I thought I was going to be out of breath out there. Literally out of breath. And I can't say so the tear gas did catch up to me. It got so bad to the point where I physically like I couldn't see like they asked to get like to my towards my eyes my mask like, I couldn't breathe like I literally was hyperventilating I was literally nailing down on the ground I was legit keep repeatedly calling my friends and I like hey are you good like you know well, are you are you sure you good like come on we can do this we can get through this and luckily by the grace of God we literally um, saw another a local bystander they really open up their home for us to go into and to make sure that we were okay And I can't say thankfully that person actually was them folk, and I can't say all of them folk. They're not all evil, like how we paint, you know.
0: We're not going to say that all white people are evil, but we're definitely going to say that (laughs) there is a problem, and we want them to be a part of the solution. So if they're willing to be a part of the solution, that's great. If they're willing to educate their peers that aren't, and those people actually
2: did help me, my friend, and I, and I actually was really grateful for them. They asked if we need water. They gave us the water. They made sure we were hydrated. we needed anything to eat, we were good. But you know, and they basically like you know, try to figure out the best way to help direct us back to our cars and then basically, basically have to figure out a way for us to get through that tear gas yes, with no issues. And I can't say we're probably in there for no, no more than like 15 20 minutes inside their home.
0: But well, they do say Virginians for lovers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. They, they were loving on us.
1: Thank so you. So I have another, I have a follow up, one follow up question. So I would just like to know what you guys are going to do moving forward. Um, you know, past the protests. Um, what are you going to do to move forward to keep the calls going, to keep the awareness going? Um, I guess I'll start. I'll just answer my own question. So what I would do is I'm very active on social media. Um, I will continue to post like I did before. Um, I also, during my undergrad years, um, held events. So now I guess I'll try to get out into the city and hold events, um, spreading awareness and you know, letting our people know that you have a voice, use your voice. You have people here that's going to help you and I guess I, that's what I would do to continue to keep awareness.
2: Okay, I can definitely say, so picking back to what you said, um, I definitely do want to get out more and give back to our community. Um, I probably, like I said, yes, it's definitely an eye little experience. I don't think I'll be protesting for a while due to that tear gas situation, but I definitely want amplify my voice via social media. But I do want to, of course, like, still go out there and get back to the community, like, this in regards to, like, black business that were probably, were already looted, I want to help them clean that up. I want to, you know, help educate, like, students, like, you know, young kids, like, you know, to see, like, what we're going through. Because this, this year definitely will go down to history. We definitely are trying to wake up America and for them to see that it's basically wrong how they're trying to kill our race really break down our people and this is not okay like we've been going through this for literally decades like i want to say maybe even a century or two like this is the, the well slavery we ended
1: about 400 years ago so since then yeah yeah and before years. then yeah since we've been brought over here
2: even though we technically are free we ain't free i'm sorry we are literally we're not free we're
0: free in title not in action
2: literally
0: it's we're stuck s- in the system
2: It's
1: just the same
2: thing ongoing, and I just definitely want to be a part of a movement that will continue, like, you know, to uplift us, educate us, and, of course, like, you know, go out and support in the movement.
0: For me, um, I think that I'm a part of the movement every day by being black and existing, but as a black-owned business, as a business owner, I am going to donate money to different organizations in my local community just to assist them, whether that be the people that need bail or them, legal assistance. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, on behalf of this podcast and myself, I'm excited to be donating money. Um, outside of that, I was an engaging issues director previously an um, undergrad, and I do enjoy being involved in the community, and I do enjoy planning events and making sure voices can be heard. So I do want to figure out a way to get back to that now that I am in a different phase of life. So that'll be things that I'm actively looking into. And I think I'm all in all, I'm really excited for where I can take this from protesting to actively being a part of the community and actively contributing.
1: Yeah, keeping the keeping it going, keeping a yes. momentum. Because I don't, don't want stop. this to
0: just be, we protested for a week, now nothing. We have
2: to keep the same energy, y'all. Literally keep the same keep energy. the same If y'all can energy, buy Spend y'all money on cannabis, weave, Jordans. Y'all can put that money into your community. Donate
1: to those bail organizations. Donate. Just donate, period. Just donate. if you have it, donate. If you Literally. don't, protest. Find your oh, way. God, we might Every time with that statement with
0: count. that statement, we <laughs> might have to bring you back for another episode. you just threw that little I should say
1: I, we will end. I I'm shocked that I poured it out. <laughs> Yes, we will end the podcast with me saying this. If Oh, do, that's how we're going to end it today. Yes. Do what you can. Protesting yes. isn't for everyone. And I understand that it is hard to get out there and it is. it's hard cuz you have to, it's a possibility that you can get hurt. It's a possibility that you can get tear gas. It's a possibility that you might end up arrested. It's a possibility that you might not even make it back home. You might end up dead, unfortunately. That will be the worst case scenario, but that's a possibility that you never know what will happen. So I would say this, do what you have to do, but make sure you're bringing awareness. Make sure you're helping. If it's donating, if it's protesting, if it's even simply sharing a post on social media, checking someone on your Facebook, checking your neighbor for having a Blue Lives Matter flag in their yard. Do something. Hold on.
0: And I want to say thank you so much, Brandi. Um I was trying to say for that. Thank you being our first guest. Thank you for sharing your story, being a voice. And I do want to end off by asking, is there any final statements that you would like to make?
2: Yes. I will, of course, first and foremost, I want to thank you all for having me. Like, you know, come on your platform to be able to speak about my opinions. But, for all you listeners out there, all you people that are supporting the movement.
0: Support Black Home Podcast. Don't forget to reshare.
2: Support Podcast. And like, I, like we previously have been stating over and over again, thank you for supporting the movement and continue to do so. Donate, donate, protest, amplify your voice on all your platforms. And once again, don't forget Black Lives
1: Matter. Thank you so much and thank you for listening to our podcast, The Honest Room.
0: Stay honest